Orleans Pelicans since our last podcast, uh, you know, picking up wins against the Jazz, the Lakers, the Brooklyn Nets, and then this really impressive win over the Minnesota Timberwolves on a back-to-back, um, you know, really finding their stride um, the, this last week, week and a half here to end out the 2023 year and the start of this new 2024, uh, you know, year as well. So a lot, lot of good things to look at for sure. Yeah, uh, no problem about <clears throat> kind of giving this breakdown over the last four games. I think you've seen a team that has at least tried to do some of the things that we had discussed in previous episodes of playing with more pace, uh, trying to get more defensive stops and having their defense lead into their offense, um, you know, getting up more threes. Um, granted, you know, Trey Murphy hasn't been in the lineup the last couple, dealing with some uh, knee soreness as well. But, you know, I, I credit most of this success to the big three of the Pelicans uh, with Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, and C.J. McCollum. You know, I think these last three or four games, all of those guys are averaging over 20 points per game, uh, more than five assists per game. And, you know, slowly, you know, getting used to everybody that's around them and getting a couple game more games under their belt with each other. So I think you really see, you know, game to game that, each one of those guys can, you know, take on a different matchup or a different look in the offense. And as well, um, you know, I've really seen a different Brandon Ingram on that defensive end. I think that's been a little bit of the success as well. There was a nice stretch there where probably the whole year he probably had three to five blocks maybe and a handful of steals. And, and then this last four, I think he's, you know, picked up probably like 10 blocks, you know, same amount of steals and, you know, putting his, his, his body on the line, like you saw last night to even take a charge. So I think that those three guys, especially have been leading the charge here for our Pelicans. And then, you know, you always get different um, outings from people. You've seen some good bench production from Jose Alvarado. Uh, He's really been shooting the ball really well. It seems like he's finally getting his footing, you know, under him after that ankle injury, you know, Herb Jones has really been shooting the ball really, really well from outside. And uh, I think there's a stat where, you know, when he hits a certain amount of threes in a game, you know, the Pelicans are 8-0 and or 6-0 and or something like that. So it's always good when he's aggressive offensively and making shots. Um, so that's kind of what I've seen, and I'd be interested to see or hear what you've uh, kind of seen with this team as well. Yeah, and just to continue to touch on, you know, those three guys, I, I think if you uh, <clears throat> kind of took back all the data or the, the stats of these last four games, it seems like pretty much every single night or every single game that these guys have played recently, you know, each guy is probably shooting over 50% from the field, um, you know, really well from the free throw line. I, I think Zion's done a better job at the line as of late as well. Uh, but you see a guy like Brandon last four games over 50% field goal percentage. You know, his his three-point shot is slowly creeping up to the numbers that we're used to. It's around 35-36 right now, but coming from the hole that he's been in, I think he's slowly starting to find a rhythm in the, you know, behind the arc there. Um, and then, of course, his free throws are, are starting to drop, you know, like normal, like we said. But I think it's been very crucial that, you know, C.J. McCollum has looked so good these past few games. Um, And, you know, he didn't start off too hot last night, but you saw there was 
he was the guy that took it upon himself in that second half to, you know, hey, it's going to be my turn, hit a couple threes early after a short little run that Minnesota had and basically said, hey, you know, we're not losing this one tonight. I'm going to put us on our backs for a little bit. And then, you know, Zion kind of closed it out from there. But I, I think you're just really seeing a wholesome, uh, you know, pairing between the three of them. And it, they're doing it efficiently. They're doing it the right way. You know, so I, I couldn't be happier with the performances from those three guys. And it, it, it is kind of seeing, oh, well, you know, this point of the game, this person might be on or this person might be on. And, you know, it's really, you know, field the other guys. And, you know, especially with us trying to make more threes, it's it's good to see CJ shooting at such a high clip. I think his last 16 games, he's shooting about 50% from three. Uh, Brandon's uptick is always good. And Herb's been shooting it really well. So, when you get those guys, you know, hitting a bunch of shots um, from the starters, and then you bring in those bench guys who can also hit some shots, it's it's been definitely working out for the Pels in their favor so far. Yeah, I think you kind of have seen that, you know, when those guys, I think they're finally comfortable in a rotation where these guys know exactly when they're going to go in. Now that everybody's healthy, they know the exact minutes, you know, per se. And like I said, I think that, you know, Larry and Jose have definitely, you know, gotten healthy here um, over this last stretch, and it kind of seems like they're back to their old ways. So that's always good when you can bring in a spark plug like Jose Alvarado, who's, you know, going to be a menace on that defensive end. But also, like I touched on, he has been hitting, you know, his threes at a higher clip as well. Uh, Larry's kind of been all over the place being that uh, – linebacker or middle linebacker for the team calling out everything uh playing with great energy and you know just being that anchor for that second unit in there um, you saw him kind of make the play of the game you know granted the, the score was kind of out of hand but someone was trying to drive it in on him yesterday and kind of met him at the rim and you know those are the the plays that you need you know later on in the season or in playoffs and not letting those easy baskets go so the production that you've seen from those guys since, you know, Larry's return and uh, Jose been uh, getting more healthy has, has been crucial. Um, also touch on, you know, Najee Marshall, you know, he comes in and, and he's kind of like that junkyard dog who's, who's going to be going in there and playing his, his, uh, you know, heart out and playing with, with pace. And, you know, he's, he's got a bunch of different moves in, in his bag uh, as well. And then, you know, Dyson Daniels, he's kind of been that guy with his new role now where he comes in at the second quarter and plays majority of that second quarter and just kind of is that, you know, next defender guard and the, the best player on the team. So, I mean, you're seeing these guys hit shots. I think they're more comfortable in the roles that they're in right now um, specifically. And it, it's been a really great thing when, you know, you got nine guys pretty much, ten guys that you can look towards to in these games. Uh, depending on who you're matching up with and you feel pretty comfortable with them. Yeah. I think um, like you touched on, it, it's good to, you know, look back and, you know, since that in season tournament, they're nine and three, four and oh in the last uh, four here after, you know, dropping a few ones that they should have probably had, but definitely from my perspective, probably the biggest chunk of the season. If you take the next five or six games, all teams that are, you know, playoff should be playoff bound or have championship pedigree um i mean tomorrow's game against the clippers that's going to start you out then after that you got the kings warriors nuggets and then two games at the mavs so you're pretty much like you said seeing everybody 
from that Western Conference. Uh, you know, I, I truly believe, and I think we've touched on this a few times, that I think it's always better when this team plays, uh, you know, teams that are made up of this who are a little better, which are going to challenge them more. Because I think they do truly, um, you know, get up for those games, um, you know, to their best abilities. So I think, you know, just kind of touching in on everything, on how they need to kind of approach these games is I, I, I wouldn't be changing anything that's, you know, you know, going right for them right now. I think you stick to the plan of, you know, your defense has got to bleed into your offense and you got to get out and transition, especially some of these other teams who are, you know, somewhat a little older and have older constructed rosters. If, if you can get the defensive stops and, you know, lead to transition and, uh, you know, hit your threes and, and play with pace, like we always say, I think, I think it's always a good, uh, you know, outcome for the Pelicans. Like we said, it, it, it is going to be a tough stretch here, and you kind of got, you know, a bunch of different teams who are in that playoff picture. But, you know, I, I, I like where the Pelicans are at right now, but it is definitely going to be crucial these next five or six to continue to, you know, play as a team and play in this certain style, like we've said. And, um, you know, you hope your your main guys are the ones coming through for you, but you also do need that uh, – you know, those role players to step up in some of these games as well to uh, hopefully, you know, propel you in these wins that you hope to get? Uh, I mean, it, it's tough to say, Pat. You know, I, I think we're all riding a little bit of a high on this 4-0 uh, streak here. And I, I've always said I, I like my roster put up against any of these rosters. So, you know, I'm always going to believe and aim high and, and say, you know, I would love to say that this team goes, you know, four and two, but, you know, all reality, you, you hope you get a split here. Um, you know, there is certain times where you have a back-to-back, -back, so those are usually pretty tough, especially all of these being on the road besides tomorrow's game against the Clippers. So you got to put that into a factor as well. Um, I don't know. I think we historically play good against the Clippers and the Nuggets. And the Mavericks is always a toss-up. And then, you know, this year we've had the Kings number. Um, so all, you know, tough games, like we've said. I, I like a 4-2 and two stretch out of this team. I think they're really on a roll, um, especially if they keep playing the way that they're playing. I think they're kind of in that groove. And like I said, I, I like when they play the tougher teams. It seems like all of these guys kind of have a little bit more of an edge. Um you know, we do have one national TV game in there against the Warriors, uh, so I like that, and it being a, kind of a bigger stage matchup there. Um, but that's kind of how I see it shaking out. Um, obviously, when you have these tough teams, it could go in the opposite direction where you go two and four or something like that. But I think this team's rolling right now, and like I said, I'll take my guys against those guys' roster any day. Um, I, I just think this team's on too good of a roll right now. I think these games are all, you know, set up for Brandon Ingram to to be that guy. Um, like I said, tougher stretch of games. Uh, these might have a little bit of a bigger, you know, feel to them. Brandon always seems to get up for those types of matchups, um, and it's and it's not just necessarily like scoring. Like he can impact the game in many different ways, and I think he's on a good groove where. He's in a good rhythm, you know, shooting wise, you know, he's, he's starting to get, you know, north of five, six, seven assists every night again, uh, kind of getting in that rhythm like he was in, 
uh, last year towards the end of the year. And then also like with his defense, I, th- I think he's really taken on that challenge this year to, you know, if we're going to be a really good team, I've got to take some matchups in some of these games. So it wouldn't surprise me if say tomorrow he takes a Kawhi Leonard or a Paul George out there uh, and matches up with them. You know, same thing with, you know, the Nuggets or the Mavericks. Like he he's going to want somebody, you know, put his imprint on that end of the floor as well. Um, and I think that's been like the biggest difference with this team too, is he's, he's, he's stepped it up uh, on that level and on that side. So I think it's crucial for him to come into these games aggressive, but also at the same time, he, he's going to have a lot of gravity and a lot of eyes on him. So when he's willing to make those passes and get guys open shots, I think that's only going to lead to uh, success for the Pelicans in this stretch. Yeah, and I, uh, like I said, it's it's one of those things where I think this team's finally gelling, where they're getting some games together, and like you said, Zion might be coming into his own here, uh, conditioning wise, and I think it's really paying dividends. That you know, it it truly is a team effort, and when I look at a certain team's roster compared to ours, like this is why you built this team like you built it. I mean, there's just so much just firepower out there with, you know, the athleticism component, with the length, with, you know, shooting across the board. Um, And so now that I think we finally, you know, reached a point where we've gotten some good rhythm here, um, you know, I I like our guys uh, compared to anybody in this stretch of games. And so one night it could be a Brandon who goes off for – you know, a nice stretch or a Zion or even CJ, but you know, it's going to be a collective effort for sure. Uh, we got to continue to make our shots and, you know, I'm sure there's going to be a couple tough games. So making our free throws down the stretch will be a big key too. But I think on a night out, night in, night out basis, you're going to see a little bit from everybody uh, across the board, one through nine or 10. And, you know, hopefully, you know, some of those uh, things will help us stack up some wins. Here. <laughs>